Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit, powered by Lift Aviation. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. And we're back. You know what? Fuck yeah, <laughs> you're Jeff. So you're, so you're so Jeff. So much to talk about. I just got back from Los Angeles, California. Yeah, you were and, uh, uh, not really in my hood, but sort of. state Statewise, you were in my neck of the woods. I was in a hood. It wasn't your hood, but I was in the hood. A hood. A brief moment. I didn't realize, but LA. Um, so I, I expected, you know, getting off the airplane, it'd be like Florida. You know, you ever go to Florida and like all the airports are, when you get out there, everything's so maintained and well and the palm trees are groomed. Yeah. I got off, I got out of the airport, you know, amongst uh, other things. And it reminded me of that movie, I Am Legend with Will Smith. You know, everything's like overgrown. And looks like shit. <laughs> are you saying? Are you saying that LAX is not the the gold standard of airports that you thought it was going to be? No, and nobody told me this. I I literally <laughs> was shocked. I was shocked, and call me an idiot, but yeah, it was shocking. It, you know, and it was the first place I've seen a because uh, I don't have palm trees where I am, but I've never seen a non groomed palm tree. I wonder if it's the time of year. I wonder. I, and honestly, I don't know. Um, yeah, because you're so right. You go to a Florida airport with palm trees; everything's manicured all the time. Yeah. Kind of almost looks like like a Hawaii airport, you know? Yeah, and the weather was not that great. Um, first day was cloudy and misting, which is like unheard of uh, with rain. Were you on and, the? Um, uh, you were on the coast, right? Like you, you were in Newport. Yeah, my brother's not in uh, Newport, so. Yeah. Uh, so I was only in LA for a little bit. We uh, did a little sightseeing. We checked out all the homeless. It was really nice. It's fun. And um, yeah, it was totally fun. Saw a couple drug deals and some hookers. And then, uh, you know, because Mason and Piper have to be cultured. Well, they like, what? Cultured. honestly, what else do you need in life? Hookers and blow. <laughs> like, what else do you need? I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. But LA's, a, even... LA's a wild place, man. Yeah. And that's not even the best news. I didn't even tell you. I didn't send a picture. I didn't send tell anybody in our group chat. But guess who had a layover a, on Long Island at Islip Airport and got I got to fly in front of, get a little critique, and had dinner with. Oh my god! You weren't kidding when you had a uh, a, a big surprise that, <laughs> yes. or or a big announcement on the I, I, dude. Okay. Uh, I'm literally the, like giggling right now. So like, I'm such a little like bitch. <laughs> is it the, is it the hairstyle hero himself? Um, I think you're going to be more excited, but but it's not. Oh, oh my gosh! Give me a give me a soft hint. Whew. How do I um? How do I give you a good hint? A good hint. I'm so curious. You're not, you're not picking up when I'm laying down. I'm trying to give you a good. 
Oh, okay. Dude, I, dude I, I, listen, I'm just going to start off by saying I'm exhausted. I have my, my, my big, my big check rides tomorrow for the, for my 737 type rating. So like, this has been three months of hell and I'm, I'm just, I'm so wiped. And when you said that, I was like, hey, did Steve Hinton come out there? Cause you're like, hint good hint and i'm focused i'm not even hearing the good i'm focusing on hint like why would steve hinton give you critique i don't know any other aerobatic pilot i don't know any aerobatic pilots with hint in there it's got to be one of the hintons uh, maybe you flew some warbirds goody, goody, goody dude goody good yeah so um oh so pumped up so yeah he had like a layover in um whatchamacallit uh ice slip and um yeah we hung out came out to uh came out to my hood at brookhaven and we hung out he watched me fly um you know he threw up in his mouth a little bit after watching but i doubt that it's, it's better than um fully vomiting so i'll take a little bit of throw up in the mouth and um yeah he gave me like uh understatement uh good tips gave me a lot of good feedback and just like he's, you ever be around those people that like just motivate you? Like, I, dude, I don't know. I, 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 so he motivates me. He motivates me to, to like aerobatics more and to like aviation more. Like he's, he's infectious. I tell you what, that, that's what it is. He's infectious. That dude, uh, he's everything you want to, you want to have in a human being, uh, that, that is in this sport. In fact, he yeah. should be, I mean, honestly, he should be the ambassador for the IAC as much as I love, Mikey G, I love Rob Holland. I, I love so many of these these top, you know, well known people. Uh, if there was somebody that that was like, when the aliens come down and we want to teach them about aerobatics or teach them about aviation from a hallmark of a human being, I'd send Goody Thomas. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's a, you know, Goody's he's super relatable to to a good amount of people. You know, everybody is specific in their life and, and what, mm -hmm. what they're doing and everything like that. But, um, you know, like, I don't know, there's so many quote unquote, um, like heroes out there, um, uh, where you can, as you're coming up through the sport, really learn from them how to do it. Right. So, you know, if you want, you know, competition air show and, and family and this and that, like, I'm sure there's somebody out there that you can replicate, you know, tours and, and see how it's done. So, uh, but yeah, we had a great time. Great, great time. And let me uh, let me ask you this, because um, I mean, obviously, his flying. Um, it, you know, I think people that know him, the, the flying goes without saying. Um, for those that don't know, get on board. That's all. That's all I can say. It's just if you don't know, get on board. Go go YouTube Goody Thomas. I mean, he's just an incredible pilot and and such an inspiration. Um, how how is his coaching? Because you know, you've talked a lot about this. Everybody talks about how, you know, and we, we talked about this with Olivier and um, Jim on the podcast last week, you know, how flying is flying, doing it is so much different than coaching. And, and, and those, those skill sets, you know, I mean, really kind of putting two different hats on how's, how's being coached by Goody Thomas. I mean, it felt good. Um, I mean, we're talking like a 15 minute flight and a, and a layover. So like, can't, I'm, I don't expect the guy to that's short some, yeah, super short, yeah. but I could totally like, I would love to, to do some camps with him. Um, I mean, uh, it's just a very, uh, what's the right word here? Um, 
the way he gives feedback or or some directions doesn't bite off more than you know I could chew. So we worked on a couple of things with with some of the outside flicks, and um, you know we just spoke a lot about unlimited on the ground too. And man, like it's just I'm not I don't I'm not going to use the word frustrating because I'm not frustrated. You know I, we talked about you you know you and I have talked about this off air where. You know, it's just a unlimited, just a long, long road um, for the way that, you know, I can afford to do it with time and money. Yeah. And because, um, you know, if you get a if you have a uh, you're on a French military team and you're flying every day, you're going to you're going to speed up or or um, you're going to get fast pretty quick, uh, which is nothing wrong with that. I, it's excellent. I just can't. That's just not realistic for me. But. You know, like if I would have entered into uh, unlimited into the nineties, the progression would have been a little bit easier to, to yeah. what it is now, <laughs> you know? So like yeah. a lot of these guys, like, and I'm not taking anything away, but anybody flying unlimited in, in the mid nineties to late nineties to now, you know, you had a natural progression to where we are. And if well, you look that, at isn't, it, isn't that what's so interesting though, because like, if you look at it intermediate, like, you know, the whole idea, I mean, obviously you can't go any, you can't go above unlimited, right? It's unlimited. But right. the amazing progression from the '90s to now—I mean, you're you're talking 30 years, right? You get to you—you yeah. you actually continued to be challenged by the category. Whereas I don't know that you could say the same thing about any other category. Maybe advanced, maybe, but certainly not anything below that. Where you're at, you're actually challenged. Where like things are are you're like I got to kind of keep up on this, right? I gotta I gotta I gotta stay on top of it. You're right. It's a huge uphill uh, thing to climb now. Um, yeah. So I mean, now, like the jump from like advanced to unlimited, I think if people understand where, where I'm kind of going with this is just the gap that leap is it's pretty significant. So like, um, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm struggling with it. It's just there's the challenge. There's just yeah, it's it's super challenging and and um, you know, I'm, it's a little, it's a lot of work right now because. You know, when you learn something new, whatever the figure is, and you're, you know, I came from flying advanced and I, I was, I was flying really well, I thought, and I had a, a lot of the figures really down pat. And now, like, it's like, okay, I'm done with that. Let's, let's learn all this new stuff. And, you know, to my standards or whatever, like, I freaking blow. So it's tough to like every flight you're going out there and you're learning new things. And don't get me wrong, like, my, the progression, the trend is, is going upwards, but, you know, it's the figures are still like the <laughs> to me so um you know but i'm just trying to uh to to keep uh positive i guess um and just you know just understand that it's this is not a short a short road but well you know what am, hard I, what am I gonna do you, just like not go to contests well and that's the thing is like you know it, it's a, such a it's such a duality right because you know, pilots, we're all type A personalities. We all have some ego, even though we can drop the, we can drop the like, you know, kind of shit hot ego. We still have an ego. There's no way to get rid of it. There's no way to be truly humble in the sport. Cause if you're truly humble, you wouldn't give a fuck about how you flew. In my opinion, um, you're always going to be critiquing. You're always going to be uh, judging yourself and you want to be good, but you also want to enjoy the journey, you know? And that's, that's like, you know, those things I think often conflict even with other things in life. Where you want to be good enough now to be good and unlimited, but it's hard to do that when you are challenging yourself and like the ego is is not getting in the way, but but kind of coming out saying, you know, 
Um, oh, it's like, totally like, hard. You don't want to be. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody's everybody talks. You know, we all know. We even, you know, we're guilty of it ourselves. Where like we'll see somebody fly, even at a world level, and we'll be like, that guy compared to that guy sucked. And you know, we have it in in our head. Like, well, his suck is I'll never even be that great. Yeah, but I'll never you know, suck so, like that ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll never suck that good in my entire life, no matter how hard I try. Yeah, so like you know, there is you have to basically like just be like, okay, you know, I'm lucky to do this. I'm, you know, one of few people that can, you know, that are even going upside down in an airplane. This is some really tough shit. And not that I'm here to have fun, but like, you know, let's let's try to do better than I did last year and and keep trending up. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Then, that's progression. Yeah. So, and then we spoke about. I really, really want to keep the momentum going with um like a team aspect you know for training and you know goody's actually not too far away from me he's down in south carolina and we're thinking about yeah we were talking a little bit about you know forming like a three or four man group that are nearby so that we could do some like mini camps you know we we had a big discussion on that and even like these acro camps you know we spoke about and like you go to a five seven day acro camp and you know by the fourth or fifth day like you're just you're just making it through like you're ba- like you're going up there sometimes, you know, unless you're just a fucking superhero. That's you know, too like much flying. Around. It's a lot. So we were talking about setting up like some like two, three day mini camps, but doing them more frequently and yeah. um, nearby. So we kind of found a couple airports that are, you know, 200 miles away, you know, equ- you know, middle ground type thing. And that to me is like doable. Like I can go out on like a Tuesday, you know, because my weekends are kind of tough where I can go out on a Tuesday, come back Thursday yeah. night or something like that and yeah. like work on one thing and then bring that home and work on that and then do another camp, mini camp, see if that got fixed, you know, because, you know, you go to these camps and they're great and I, I have a blast and I learn a shit ton, but, you know, it, it'd be interesting to, to approach this differently and go to a camp, work on one thing, bring that home and perfect it and then go back. Cause I'm coming back from most camps with like, gosh, a baker's dozen at least so So, this is where you know it's um you know we talk about um the arduous nature of of especially being on a team whether it's advanced or unlimited and how hardcore that is and what a commitment that is but i will say you know um florida florida is right in the book on you know community and uh grinding whether that whether it, they're working too hard is or or you know training too much you know that's a whole other topic of debate but the community aspect I, I yeah. think is unmatched anywhere in the country and so there's a lot to be said yeah absolutely it's super accessible I mean and it's and I think that's uh that's a, a that's probably a thing we're all you know kind of yearning for right is community a sense of community and, and belonging and having a group. And that team aspect, that mini camp aspect, the camp aspect, the team aspect, um, uh, man, it's just like it's a, you know such a kind of a euphemism for how we are as humans, right? We just want to belong. We just want to be, you know, part yeah. of a tribe. And yeah, um, exactly. I understand that. Like, you know, you, there's so many people out there throughout the country that are kind of in a vacuum, right? And and for a for a lot of people, especially in the upper uh, echelon of of competition flying, like those camps. And nationals and a contest are the only times you're you're kind of around like-minded people. And so the more you can do that and and keep that 
kind of think tank going, the better. Oh yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a great time and I have a uh, cat to Jaffe coming. I was supposed to leave today, but you know, living on the ocean, man, you get that, that, that scud and cloud deck that just doesn't move sometimes if there's no breeze. So like lingered, it was like 800 over. And then JFK was kind of like funky with a couple showers here and there. And yeah, I didn't really feel like it seemed like one of those things where it's like, well, why if something happened? Well, he shouldn't have went. It's like, okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. So I uh, hung home and uh, yeah. And actually breaking news, I'm sitting here recording with you and the UPS guy just dropped off my lift helmet because I had to send it back to Tiger. Okay. I just got it back. So yeah, one of the earmuffs. I I still haven't flown with the lift really. Uh because the left side ear and AR was not working at all. Remember I was telling you? Yeah, that's a bummer. So yeah, it literally just got dropped off of my door. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'll be I'll be curious to see. You know, I'll be curious to see how you like it. Let's get that UPS guy in here right now and, and ask him about if he knows how's the delivery process. <laughs> you know how important this package is. <laughs> God. you know what this means so and then uh saw some alaskan airlines action at the airport oh yeah yeah the flight attendants right I tell you la la people go hard picketing they go fucking hard yeah that was and we were picketing i say we because i'm an alaska airlines pilot employee and i wish i was able to join them I unfortunately wasn't but um it was at every base so like i was working that day um, all the bases had, you know, flight attendants uh, doing their thing. And what did were they not working? Was, yeah, and just picking yeah, impl- flight flight attendants that were off off that day. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So people still were able to hit the call button, right? Oh yeah, still able to get the double double Jack and Cokes or uh, yeah, Jameson if you're AJ Walker. Thank AJ Walker. God. AJ Wilder. I was just looking at somebody that something that said Walker. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking what of AJ Wilder, like... um, he's flying his new airplane, and I, I, we need yeah. to get a report on how his his second three thirty SC is. That guy's freaking. I mean, AJ is just crushing it, he's training a ton. Animals. Him and Rob and Johnny, um, Animals. I think they're going to be super impressive at nationals. Um, and we got to do our like selection too. Um, I did hear. Did we have a nickname for JB? Not Jim Burke, the other JB. I don't know. Or Bourbon. But Bourbon's um, we coming did. back to nationals. Oh my God. Yeah. What's he gonna fly? Um, I don't know if it's public knowledge, but we'll talk about it. I think he's still flying the um, red, white, and blue extra with Aaron okay. Delia. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm super pumped for this year. Really like great competition coming in the category of unlimited. Per- it's just perfect timing for me to join up. Um, loving every minute of it. I can't wait to like basically shit myself the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. no, I think you missed. I think you missed okay. Bourbon by a couple of days, dude. Um, he's at uh, Huntington Beach right now, uh, flying the uh, Yak One Ten. No, he's in Australia. No, that's in Australia. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. Um, I'm I he containered that thing. That's crazy. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I saw the um it's the same venue, and I was like in my head, I'm like, oh, it's that honey. No, 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 that's right. Cause I saw him flying with Matt Hall. 
I think that airplane is staying there too, if I uh, heard correctly. What does that mean? Yeah, so we'll have to delve what into does that, that mean? next week. I don't know. I just I heard through the grapevine that it's not leaving Australia. What does that mean? I got to find out more. The guy who told me didn't really know more details, but he's like, it's staying in Australia. Oh, shit. Okay. Interesting. So, um, so we'll have to wait till that comes out or, or I'll ask this uh, anonymous person. You know what's going Damn. on? But yeah, that's staying in Australia. And okay, um, those people that are doing Pacific Air Show, like Bravo, Bravo. It's the best air show kind of sanctioning body or 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 management business um, thing. I don't even know what to call it because I mean it's a business. Yeah, but it's fantastic. They put on a hell of a show. Yeah. Now I'm excited, and I'm actually excited for Huntington Beach because they streamed it. That was fun to mm-hmm. watch. Um, the production value was incredible. Yeah, no, it's cool. I wonder what's going to even happen at this. I was trying. I was talking to Goody a little bit about <clears throat> Nationals and everything like that, and, and Chad. And um, it's going to be interesting what what happens. And then I got an email from the IAC. So we, you know, when you sign up, you have to click like for the banquet and this and that. And you got to pay like fifty bucks here or there, um, and all this other stuff. But um, I got an email from the executive director. Um, what's his name? Stephen Kurtzan. Okay. Do you know who that is? I don't know. I don't think I've no. ever met him. He's executive director. And it was saying, uh, you know, many many of you purchased $50 tickets for the Nationals Awards Banquet in Salina on September 28th, whatever. If you're not bringing a guest, we would be happy to refund your $50 because they, they, I guess it's free for pilots, but we still got charged. And uh, if you paid 50 and are not bringing a guest, you're also welcome to donate the 50. So like, here's my thing. Like, it's not, you know me, like I get all red hot and it doesn't matter if it's a dollar or, or like, I probably get more red hot over like big money, but like principles are principles. And like when they actually donate money like this, in this particular case, you know, like it sucks. Cause I think of the teams and like IAC doesn't give it give any money to the US teams. All the money, that whole thing with the exploder, you know, that's the the team gets money from when you if you go on if an anonymous person donates specifically to the team. So like you have to like make sure you're on the right team link and it's like the US unlimited team or advanced team and you want to donate to that team. But if you if any donations coming into the IAC None of those funds go to the well. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, none of those funds go to the um, to the team. So, and I'm really pro team and everything like that. So, I don't know if I should let them keep the fifty dollars. What do you think? Hmm, it's a good question, send, dude. I'm gonna send you a screenshot of it. But um, it is interesting. I mean, I, I guess donate, but like, like, where is it gonna go? You know, like, what's it gonna go to? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I just you know how I feel about the this whole you know with the IAC, and I feel like they deserve a lot more credit, especially for yeah. like what they what what the pilots that have come up through the IAC have, have brought. Um, so yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah, I'll probably yeah, yeah, probably donate it, bite the bullet. I'd let it ride. Probably it's fifty bucks. Yeah, but you know and. 
that other thing that was like sixteen dollars that drove me nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, super exciting. So yeah, Goody Goody came in and I literally dropped everything. I I told my wife, you can find another man. I'm cool with it, but like, you know, I gotta go. And um <laughs> what should we call it? It was kind of like that movie. Um Oh my god, two movie references already. Somebody's gonna be pissed. Um, Hangover, where Bradley uh Cooper is leaving and the kids are trying to talk to him, but he's like, not now, not now. Or somebody's been like their hand in their face as he's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so Goody came out, uh, got some critique, learned a lot, um, talked a lot of acro, and uh, what else happened? Yeah, uh contest is this weekend. I'm gonna go to couldn't go today, so I'm gonna go tomorrow, and and that's gonna be your know. second contest in Unlimited, right? Yeah, so I don't even know if I got a practice flight in. Um, and I just literally like I, I went, <clears throat> I got back from LA on um Tuesday night, and I was gone for a week, and I had a couple flights before that, and then I flew that one flight in front of Goody yesterday. So, like, you know what, like. It goes back to what we we're saying a little bit where you just I can't keep waiting or whatever. I just kinda gotta go and I I never like you I'm not used to going to contests not being like good in a category. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I'm 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 not horrible where it's like, you know, we see some of these guys that at national you know, the some of the not gonna mention names, but where it's like it's almost scary, you know, but like the figures, some of the rotations got to get cleaned up pretty good. Um, and, you know, there's a lot going on in the sequence. So, like, my presentation is is okay, but, you know, it's got to get tighter and it's got to, and I got to just, you know, present it better. So, it's just so much to learn. And and I think that's a good thing. You know, it's going to, that's that's kind of what I was saying a little bit ago. It's like, Man, it's it's so hard to enjoy the to truly enjoy the process and the journey of it, you know, because you're you're like working your ass off to get there, and and you're you're like I just I want to be good because obviously why wouldn't you want to be good? But like, dude, you're gonna have this is gonna be a, one of those long roads. Yeah, you know, not and not not from like an ability sample, but it's just like, you know, to get to where this is autopilot. And you're crushing it, and then you don't have to think about the figures like that. Man, it's just—it's such an under—it's a monumental undertaking. Unlimited, monumental undertaking. The physic, yeah. just the physicality of it, is such an a, a quantum leap. It's really crazy to me. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I'm pumped. Um, and then you're, what do you got? Your check right tomorrow? Check typewrite tomorrow. Yeah. Um, God, what happens with that? It's a sim check. Yeah, so um I mean this footprint has been 87 days. So damn oh, near God. 3 months. It's a long dude. It's, it's like so long. And um you know honestly uh, I mean we have a lot of professional pilots and airline pilots uh that listen to the podcast that train in what we call level D sims. So these simulators are full motion, full cockpit. You walk inside and you close the door and you would swear you're in the real airplane. It's it's you know full modeling the whole deal. And, you know, um, it's kind of it's it ends up being semi-traumatic because every time you go in there, 
you know, you're getting engine fires, cargo fires, engine failures, low visibility takeoffs, approaches, maintenance issues, uh, stalls, upset recoveries, like all kinds of crazy stuff happens every single time. And you just end up kind of, I mean, your anxiety just starts ramping up and ramping up. And um, this is the longest training footprint I've done for, this will be my seventh jet type rating. And this is like the longest footprint, meaning start to finish. Um, you know, every program is different. Everybody adjusted differently, but this is a long one. And dude, it's just like, I'm exhausted. I'm freaking, I'm fried. You know, I, dude, I haven't felt like this since, uh, having a newborn. Like I'm not like losing sleep, but I'm getting, I'm getting shitty sleep. You know, I'm not getting quality sleep. Cause I'm like, I'm like, it's probably dude, honestly, I bet, uh, a lot of aerobatic pilots can attest to this. Like, you know, if you're like working super hard towards, you know, let's, let's say unlimited or advanced, for example, you know, either one of those were like, you're like trying to make the team or you're trying to like get things cleaned up and you're working hard and you're flying, you know, three, four, five times a week, you're doing a camp once a month, you'll start dreaming about that this shit. You'll start dreaming about figures. You'll fuck up in your dreams and be like, damn it. Like I over-rotated that snap in your dream. Like I've been, I've done that every jet type rating I've had. I'll start thinking about emergency procedures or flows or something like it enters my 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 dreams it's crazy dude so yeah yeah um what's so, the first lo- emergency that comes to mind that they threw at you not the first what's um, like the most notable one i mean engine fires on takeoff what they call v1 cuts um everybody gets them for a jet type rating it's like basically right at the speed at which you're supposed to uh, either abort the takeoff or continue it um, you get an engine failure. So you take off single engine and then you run the, you know, the checklist and all that stuff. You secure, secure the engine. Then you come back and you have to do a single engine approach to minimum weather, you know, so minimum visibility, minimum ceiling. Um, and it's just, it, you know, it, it's, it's just like anything you, you do it enough and it, it becomes routine, but you know, engine fires and like, um, so we did, you know, it's a bunch of simulator training and then we have what's called a maneuvers validation, which I did. Um, gosh, it might've been the next day, uh, we were recording. I might've had that the next day, which is like all the emergency stuff, right. Comprised into like one event. And then you get that out of the way. Now it's what's called, um, LOs line oriented flying. So basically like they take, you know, typical day, like what you would see on a flight. So like today we flew from, uh, my God, what was the flight? San Francisco to Burbank. And you just get you just get random shit like they just throw random real life scenarios at you, um, like weather and uh, deviating for weather, moderate turbulence, um, passenger oh gets sick, medical emergency, or you know like runway changes, simple stuff like like changing uh, changing the the runways that you uh, so you brief, you spend fifteen minutes setting up the airplane to do you know the ILS runway eight into Burbank, and they're like oh. Uh, you know, uh, weather, weather shifted. Now the visibility is good enough. You're going to do the RNAV visual into runway one five. And so you got to reset everything up and then they're giving the vector. It's just, it's, they're just trying to load you up. And so you just, you just spend three months loaded up like an anxiety and like, Oh my God, what are they going to fucking do to me now? And, uh, tomorrow is, is the culmination of all that basically, uh, long story yeah. short. So tomorrow's what they call LOE. It's the line oriented evaluation and it's going to be, you know, a normal flight with shit thrown at it. And it's like, how do we handle it? And that's basically what's what you're evaluated on. And then, um, then you're done. So nice. Yeah. Did you see, yeah, you so seen I'm, anybody like kind of really sweating bullets or 
unfortunately, um, not doing so well. Everybody in our class, so uh, a lot of Airbus instructors are going through right now. So I was an instructor on the Airbus, taught it, um, and was a captain on it. And now transitioning to the 7.3, I kind of know the sim simulator environment. I know the training environment. Um, yeah. And that being said, this this footprint, the reason why it's long is, you know, they've adjusted it over the, the over the you know, decades um, since the 737 has been around. And it's just really yeah. finely tuned. You know, they've, they've had 30 years plus 30 plus years of, of seeing training holes and deficiencies and where people hang up and they focus on those areas more. And, you know, most it's really set up for success. Um, that being said, people always there's always people that struggle, you know, um, people learn at different rates. These are at the end of the day, every footprint for a type rating or a program is, you know, it's it's cookie cutter and you either fit in that either fit in the mold or you don't. And it's not like, a, you know, like if I did bad tomorrow, um, knock on wood, I don't. But um, if I did, I would, I would just get another evaluation. It'd be like, oh, let's talk about what what happened and, you know, let's try it again. Um, if I was really struggling through training, you know, maybe I get extra sim events or, you know, if I was like. I didn't know how to fly an airplane, like, or just, like, did not, didn't know, didn't understand instrument approaches or something like that, then, you know, uh, there might be a different conversation. But really, it's like, I mean, I would say, you know, nine out of 10 probably have no problem with it, you know, and then there's like one that struggle, um, like, for instance, um, so I'm going through as a captain, the first officer that I got paired with is a new hire. And she was paired with somebody that was going through captain upgrade training. Um, who had been out on medical leave and he hadn't flown in a while and he he started to struggle a little bit. So they split them, put her on with me because I was doing fine and she was doing fine. She And she's a rock star. She's awesome. Um, and so, yeah, we'll finish up together. And then, you know, the people that need kind of extra attention will get the extra attention. Yeah. But that's been it's my focus, be like man. Like I was going to, I was going to try to fly the extra on Tuesday. And I'm just like, I, I, I haven't even wanted to fly it. Cause I'm just, I'm drained. Probably shot. I'm li literally drained. You gotta be shot. I'm shot. Like men yeah. mentally shot. Dude, I'm mentally just like, even the, the idea of doing this podcast, which I love so much, I'm just like, oh my God, it's like another task. Like it's, it feels like a task. Like we have to do this uh, because we're, we committed to doing it, you know? And yeah, it's exhausting. So I'm, I'm so pumped, dude, to be done with this fucking place. Like I've, I've, I've had a hotel for 90 days Ooh. in Seattle and granted I've gone home a lot, but it's like, dude, you know, I don't have to tell everybody listening, uh, what it's like to be an airline passenger. And I've been going home like every two days, two days off, I'm going home every four days off. I'm going home. Like, um, so it's a lot of travel back and forth to see the family, but it's like, I'm not going home and relaxing. I'm going home and taking the kids to soccer practice and to, you know, fucking whatever. Yeah. But I will say yeah. I, I, had, I had four days off. I just, I just came back, uh, for three days of work yesterday so i had yesterday today and then i'll have tomorrow and then i'm going home but um i had four days off and i flew the family up to seattle and um that was a freaking blast man like the weather's been absolutely perfect up here so we you know hit alki beach and and did lunch and i i got the kids in the simulator and was able to uh take them flying and let them land it and stuff they love that and, that's um, freaking cool yeah did pike pike place market um and you know i should i should come one time and go like this my son jeff Dude, <laughs> Steph's son, dude I, you, you don't have to be my son. I, I, I can, I will get you in. I'm happy to do it. Like, oh my you god! Let me know. I'll, I'll, anybody that so wants a, a tour of the training center, I'd be happy to do it. Um, because it's, it's, it's fun, you know. Especially the, if you've never seen a level D sim or never been inside a level D sim, it's, 
it's a trip, dude. It's it really is a trip, especially like modern visuals now. Like, you know, I'm sure you've seen the new Microsoft Flight Simulator and like those visuals. Like, there's some there's some things that people film where you're like, is that was that real or was that a simulator? You know, it's really the graphics are pretty real now. Um, yeah, it, it's impressive, and you can do anything. I mean, you can just do anything you want in those things. That's that's the whole point, right? You know, yeah, got to yeah. got to keep these pilots highly trained, but. And it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty having, accurate, having, though, right? It is pretty accurate. It's there's some things that aren't exactly like the airplane, like you know, la- taxing. So the the one thing you can't simulate really well. Um, well, there's two things. One is load G, right? So doing UPRT, you got to kind of verbalize, like, okay, this is the kind of unloading you would feel. You'd feel weightlessness zero G, and then okay, recovering. You you know, you pulled you pulled two point one Gs, but you didn't feel it. So just know that you would you would feel a load when you were recovering from a stall or an upset. So you have to kind of verbalize that stuff, that and yaw. So like turning on the ground, you can't simulate. So that, that actually gets people kind of tripped up with motion sickness because, you know, uh, imagine like the world moving because you're turning, but you don't, you don't feel it. Right. Yeah. So that, that's a, that's kind of a trip uh, for a lot of people. Um, I've even seen people throw up because of that. If, If you taxi really bad on the ground, um yeah yeah it's not you know and and pilots all have different abilities i guess i'll I'll, that would be the the most pc way i'll say that his pilots have different abilities and some people just really suck at taxiing airplanes Uh, i know everybody out there is listening like i know somebody that freaking sucks at they can't taxi an airplane to the runway to save their life you know they're just all over the place heavy on the brakes you know, over controlling. And then there's people that are really smooth and, and finesse and, and taxi really, really gracefully and beautifully. And it's like, if you, if you're kind of one of those people that taxis bad in the sim or you're with somebody in the simulator that taxis bad. Oh man. Like I've even, uh, as an instructor and as somebody that has been next to somebody taxiing, I, I haven't thrown, I've never thrown up in a simulator, knock on wood. Um, but I've been like, dude, this sucks. I do not feel yeah. well right now. Like this, I'm I'm three cups of coffee and no breakfast in. My stomach is being sloshed around. This is not cool. Yeah. But, and, um, you know, even with that, though, like usually like when I go flying with somebody, I can typically tell like by the way to taxi if it's going to be a decent flight or not. You know, if they're all yeah. over the place, it's like, oh, fuck, this is going to. Oh, be yeah. If, if, <laughs> dude, if, you know, you know what it's like, like, tra- like doing dual in an extra um, or a pits. Like if they're, if they are, um, you know, they're up on the power, riding the brakes and then like really jerky on their S turns. And it's not like, it's not, it's not flowy. It's not smooth. They, you know, they don't lead with a little bit of brake and then rudder. It's like, they, they just, they stomp on everything and it's, it's very kind of feels mechanical. And, you know, obviously when you're learning, you know, you're not going to be an expert, yeah. so you got to learn, but I, I, dude, I've done BFRs for people that have lots of time in aerobatic airplanes and i'm like man you like you can fly pretty good but you like, it's hard you? yeah this is this is rough dude this is rough yeah. getting to the runway um oh yeah you're right more often than not it's like if they're over controlling on the ground or they're or they're, they they you know are having trouble it's the in the air is going to be a little gonna be a little rough yeah but yeah. um yeah so gonna do some flying tomorrow hopefully um are you so you're not gonna fly the extra then and then i don't know I'm, I, guess... I might try but things are man there's just so much going on and like 
there's so many things where I'm like, that's the last thing I want to do right now. Like, dude, you, you know, Mark, when Mark is, is when Mark thinks of the idea of going to Napa to pick up wine club shipments and drink some wine and that's burdensome, he is mentally exhausted. <laughs> it's, it's um, been a trip. It, it's been a trip. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, like thinking about the extra and I, like just having no fucking desire to get anywhere near that thing. I don't even want to go to the airport. Yeah. I have yeah. no desire. I don't want to go anywhere near it right now. And usually I'm like, oh man, I miss that thing. Like, you know, it's a good time of year to go fly. Granted it's warm, but like, man, go hop up for a morning flight, you know? Um, and I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. Not feeling How about it right that big, that, that MIG that went down. Yeah, that was crazy. That was, that was crazy. Um, so I'm sure most people know about that by now happened in the Lansing. I think it was at Lansing air show in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So like the thing was just like putting along and I guess they had like an engine power, but it didn't see, obviously they're going to figure it all out, but, and then, you know, it looked like it was decelerating slightly, but then, you know, those two guys just punched out. They're like, fuck this. <laughs> bang, bang. So, I got some inside info on that. Um, uh, I, ta- I talked. I talked to somebody that. Damn. <laughs> no, um, they were already pretty slow, and apparently the uh, um, either the ECM, you know, or whatever, whatever the MIG equivalent of a you know engine, you know EEC electronic control unit or engine control module, whatever you want to call it, fuel control, um, whatever that equivalent is on the MIG. Um, rolled it commanded idle thrust and they couldn't get it out of idle thrust and the interesting thing is is that at face value you're watching it you're like well that jet should have had some smash right some energy to keep going um but they were they were already pretty the wings were out you know so they were fairly slow you know uh, i don't have to tell uh any any of our viewers like you know it's a still a swept wing jet even with the wings out and is the glide yeah. ratio is going to be terrible but what they were i think they made a, a fantastic call so I've seen the ejection envelope chart that mi- that mirrors uh, the MiG twenty three, and they were damn near out of the envelope. They were they were almost too low and too slow uh, to have a safe ejection. In fact, both of them uh, are in the hospital with with spinal injuries, spinal fractures, but they survived. Um, but uh, had they waited a little bit longer, uh, they I think they would have been a little worse for wear. So I, th- I think it was a great call to get out. Uh, get out of yeah, the thing when they did. Um, it looked really quick uh-huh. though. It was just like you're watching. You're like, what the hell just happened? You kind of heard a change in power, right? A little bit, but then I mean, they were out right away. Um, yeah, crazy. No, thank God they're alive. And, and sad. Yeah, you know that, dude. I I can think of uh, fewer things that I'd rather not do than to jump out of a Soviet to to pu- not jump out punch out of a Soviet MIG. Yeah, I can think of fewer things. Um, I, you know, the, the, the ejection seats are not our beautiful zero, zero NACES seats, like in the F-18, F-16, F-35, uh, those, you, you know, I, I trust those seats. I don't know that I trust a cold war Soviet ejection seat, but, uh, it obviously worked. Um, there was a malfunction of one of the seats, um, like the seat, the seat didn't, uh, separate the seat pan didn't separate or something like that on one, on one of the ejections, but you know, everybody survived. Which is yeah. the main thing, but pretty crazy, um, pretty spectacular, you know, spectacular sight, and sad to see it after um, it made an appearance at Oshkosh. So we, you know, kind of seen a lot of airplanes at Oshkosh, and then, you know, having that thing crash afterwards is sad. But the guy's got like eleven spares, and one is close to flying again. So, um, 
Wait, I what? Think, I think we'll see. Yeah, no, he's got a bunch of spares. He's got a bunch of stuff. Um, I, I, I've been told That's he's got enough. Freaking awesome. Yeah, a, a lot of MiG 23s, but I guess one is close to flying conditions. So hopefully, you know, hopefully he can. I, I don't know how he insures these things. I don't know. I don't know anything about that, but hey, hopefully insurance, uh, hopefully insurance, uh, will cover it enough and he can get the other one flying again. Although, uh, you know, when, you, when you're insuring the only MiG 23 that's flyable in the country and one has crashed, how insurable is that? That'd be a really fun, uh, kind of underwriting, um, <laughs> a, a snapshot into uh, the world of uh, underwriting and insurance, you know, to see yeah. if that guy could get insurance. <laughs> it's pretty cool though, because like, you know, you know, the P 51 and the Warbirds and everything, and, and they had their niche and it's awesome. But seeing like more than an F 86 uh, Sabre and those type of jets coming, coming online and everything and seeing them fly is like the MiG 23 that was there too. Or what was it? Mig yeah. twenty, the uh, the fl- the Mig twenty eight. So bad with jets. Mig twenty twenty nine. Yeah, it's really yeah, it's really really neat seeing somebody. I'm kind of getting into like the Vietnam era Cold War jets. I love it, dude. Um, I, I love that stuff. In fact, um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it out loud and hope that the uh, that the podcast gods come together. But um, and I got to email him. It's just been so busy this week. But uh, Randy Howell of the Patriots jet team uh, wants to come on the podcast. And I've been a huge fan of his for, for decades. I mean, as a child watching um, the Stoli MIGs, uh, for those that remember that uh, two ship MIG 17 team, the, just the most beautiful Ferrari red MIG 17s. Uh, and they just put on a phenomenal show. It was such a fun thing to watch. Um, he obviously now, um, those are kind of, uh, I, I say, that, I mean, I guess they are retired. He still flies them every now and again, but obviously not in shows and they haven't been in any air shows and, gosh uh maybe damn near two decades um he's got more than one he's got three i think oh my i think he's got three mig 17s i know he's got two we need some um, migs we need some migs but he's flying the l39 now you know uh, obviously for the patriots jet team uh which is the only civilian six ship um l39 demo team and and they're fantastic and um every everybody on there is just a phenomenal pilot and they put on a really really good show but um, yeah, Randy's awesome and, and just loves um, loves Soviet old Russian Eastern Bloc airplanes. He's got a Sukhoi. Um, he and uh, Corey Lovell are uh, um, the, the team of Sukhoi West demo team, and they have a Which pair of Sukhois awesome. that they're doing air shows in. So it's just like uh, the guy is, is doing it. I mean, if, if there's anybody out there that's doing Russian airplanes better, I'd, I'd love to meet them. Um, you know, Randy, Randy or I say Russian Eastern Bloc, you know, um, but he's, yeah. he's got a varied mix, you know, uh, it's pretty cool. I kind of miss like the air show sponsorships from Budweiser, like you were saying, Stoli, Marlboro, Me too. you know, like we need to bring back some more cancer causing, you know, alcoholic type stuff. And I don't think those things went away because they were bad either. I think, I, I mean, I wonder, you know, like when the silver bullet, crash that bd5 i think yeah. that changed a lot when when it's like you're watching something with that name go up in a ball of fire uh i could be wrong but i i think this i think sponsors kind of dried up what in that in that vein you know not not it wasn't a public perception of of like oh why is bud light sponsoring or why is Stoli sponsoring i, I don't know yeah 
Um, it did seem like those big names though were were more gettable because you know um Randy had the Stoli MIGs and then they became the Schmirnoff MIGs. They might even have been something right. after that. Um I would buy Schmirnoff now because of that. Dude, I was I mean, I, I don't even know if I was drinking age the first time I saw the Stoli MIGs and I was like, Stolen Sni vodka is gonna be my vodka when I turn 21. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yeah. I'm buying that because of this. This is fucking awesome. And you know, that was back in the day where you would see, you know, we've, we've talked about this before, but like uh, where you would see print ads, right? Like advertisements on the side of a bus and it would, it would be for the alcohol or for the cigarette or for the food, but whoever was uh, the major air show sponsor, you know, you, you might, you might see the Stoli MIGs on the side of a bus, or you might see, you know, an aerobatic airplane, uh, uh, you know, advertised on a poster somewhere. You're like, Whoa, that's cool. You know? Yeah. You don't see that anymore. I mean, I remember, dude, tell me, remember, uh, I, I, dude, I saw Sean Tucker fucking everywhere with um, 1-800-COLLECT. I mean, that airplane yeah. was everywhere, everywhere. That was the advertisement. 1-800-COLLECT was Sean Tucker. And that was, that his airplane was everywhere. Yeah. There was no, I, I mean, I don't if... even know if they sponsored anybody else, to be honest with you. I wonder like, if that like, airplane when... was in it. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I, no, was go ahead. Like, I wonder. I wonder if like Wayne Hanley was in the uh, operating handbook of like a business telephone from Oracle. <laughs> like, I hope so. And to connect to the secretary, we go through, and it's just a picture <laughs> of Wayne Hanley. <laughs> you know, doing some type of shit. <laughs> oh, man. Oracle made. I I think they made like you know like when you get put on hold and and like you hear the music and stuff and <laughs> yeah. how funny it would be is just like Wayne Hanley's like. <laughs> For snap rolls, press one. <laughs> oh man! Or if he did his air show routine to that, like whatever that like hold song. Bling, bling, bling. Your call is important to us. Please remain on the line. Or like it'd be like Sean Tucker for eight hundred collect. You have a collect call from God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> oh man, he was—he's such a good performer. He really freaking yeah. laid it out. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, I miss. Yeah, we talk about it a lot. But um, and then I was watching some video, and dude, Hubie Tolson put on an awesome performance at Oshkosh. Yeah. That video of his performance I, is pretty freaking great. Yeah. And I've always said it. Wingtip smoke is the shit. You're like, you don't, you know, it's he might be the only cool aerobatic looking. pilot that's using it right now. Like that. God, like why? I, I understand that you got to make like a shield and it can get on the airplane and this and that, but it is yeah. just so cool looking, man. It's super cool. And you don't have to do much. I, I'm telling you, if I ever do air shows, I am getting wingtip smoke. Because, you know, why go hard when you can just do an, not an easy show, but you can like just do a safe and, and, you know, because who the hell, what person down on the ground, right? You know, is like looking at some of these figures and going like, oh, he definitely over rotated that shit. Yeah. No, <laughs> nobody. I, I honestly, I think, you know, I, I wonder, I mean, it's obviously like the flavor of routine they want to put on, but like, you know, I bet yeah. that's a way for, for Mikey G to stay sharp, right. To, to, yeah. to keep the skills. And I, I would imagine Rob 
not that he uses it for competition practice per se, but like same kind of kind of the same thing. Can you imagine switching from a flowy routine to then having to fly a resty? You know, even even looking at Bourbon, like the way he flies a Yak 110, it is a more flowy and graceful thing. But like that dude is still I was so impressed at how much more arresty it looked than I thought it would look the first time I saw his routine. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so like Rob is like, dude, he's flying this shit like, you know, uh, twice a day, you know, six days a week. Just in, and it's like, it's like, it's it's his way of staying sharp, you know. Yeah, but you know, we've kind of been putting Rob on a pedestal, and and not that he's not deserving. He's definitely the guy to beat this year, but he's it's not going to be easy this year. I think this year is going to be one of the. I think this year is going to be a really tough tough year. Mm -hmm. Um, he can't rest, dude. He, and you know, I'll give Rob, the, you're right about the pedestal and I'll give Rob credit. He, he admits it. I mean, he, that dude is, that dude does not, he does not let up. He does not ever take a break. There's never like a, I got this. It's never easy street. You know, it, it is like, he's always going to have to be the best. He's, it was, he's always going to have to perform his best. AJ too, yeah. man. This is going to be so fun to watch. Well, yeah. And we'll just put my personal feelings aside here, but you know, you got Craig Gifford, you mm-hmm. know, AJ, obviously Goody, Aaron mm-hmm. Delhue, Jeff Bourbon. Um is McCartan gonna do it? We haven't really talked to him. I, I thought I heard that um the Cornhusker's not coming. Okay. Sitting out this year. Didn't you hear that too? I I that sounds vaguely familiar now that you said that. Yeah, because yeah. I think he's 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 doing a lot with the Canadian aerobatic team. That's so, right. Yeah, yes, you're right. Yeah, and I think you know he's got a job. Obviously, nobody's getting paid for this freaking crap. Yeah. Um, this, despite what somebody said in in an exploder email, <laughs> <laughs> which still is uh, waiting for a response. And um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Rob is great. Rob's great. There's no doubt about it. But you know, I think people are. I wouldn't say the word catching up because nobody's up to his level that's just i don't want to sound like a dick it's just the guy's fucking good but people are better than they were last year and mm-hmm. i think the the gap the is closing the gap is significantly closing and there's no outs or boundaries at this year's mm-hmm. nationals which i don't think is going to affect rob as much because rob it's freaking ridiculous how tight that guy flies but when you say that it's like that he was kind of I, I say he was plagued with outs but like it seemed like several unlimited pilots were kind of played without this year, the, uh, last year. Yeah, so, so I think it's going to have um, a positive effect on letting the standings for you know two, three, four, and five uh, be true. Because those yeah. those guys, when you're finishing second and third and even fourth, you know, with this many unlimited guys, out should you know like it's the judge is going to see what the judge is going to see, and they're going to yeah. you know they give a presentation score. So to get the out in call. It's it's it drives me up the wall. It's almost like giving a fifty dollar donation, almost, almost. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and then we got to figure out if we're gonna do like commentary. Maybe we can, you know, we can log on. You know, you can log on, uh, COVID style. And yeah. um, I mean, I, I want to. Um, I want to try to make it. I just don't know. I just don't know with my schedule. And right now, yeah. it sounds it sounds horrendous to even think about. Because everything sounds horrendous to think about right now. Yeah. Um, so, are you liking the new jet, or are you 
Are you getting used to it? I mean, I hear the Airbus is just very pilot friendly. It's so the the 737 is an easier airplane to fly if you're used to a normal airplane. It's it's a very it's an air it's a pilot's airplane. You know, it's it's just right. similar to like every biz jet with a yoke. Um, every airplane, you know, it's like it, it's very simple. The systems are there. I mean, there's a lot of systems, but like they're simple. They're they're simple to operate. Everything's very surface level and approachable and and uh, easy to understand. There's no like weirdness with it. Whereas the Airbus is like, it's kind of like learning to fly an airplane in Spanish. It's like, okay, it's not a hard language, but it's it's not what I'm used to. So you're kind of learning yeah. a new way to fly an airplane. Um, that being said, l- when you learn the Airbus, it's an amazing airplane to fly. It's super fun to fly. I really enjoyed flying it. Um, but it was such a more comfortable office, dude. It was, it's such a bigger cockpit. Having the tray table. Now you got this um, thing in between your legs, right? Dude, and I'm I'm not like a fat guy. But like when the first officer goes to do a control check, I have to like get out of the way. I'm like, this sucks, dude. This is bullshit. You know? <laughs> I love that that's the hard part of your job. <laughs> oh, it's fucking bullshit. You got people like, like digging holes, you know, coal mining. You got all this shit and you're like, fuck, I got to move my legs for five seconds. So you get, this is ridiculous. I'm yeah, no, I get got to get out of the way. This <laughs> stupid yoke. That's dumb. Horrible. Switching yeah. careers. Yeah. This is, this is a <laughs> arduous work environment. Yeah. As the guy's cleaning out the lab below you while you're getting ready to push back. You're like, this <laughs> is ridiculous. This I'm is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Poor guy's covered in shit. Freaking control call to get in the way <laughs> while I'm drinking coffee. You're going to spill my coffee. This is horrible. Yeah, it's bullshit. Um, but no, you know, it is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, I get I get paid lots of money to fly an airplane, which is awesome. And um, yeah, you know, I'll fly a Airbus. I'll fly a seven thirty seven. It is what it is. Do you get a tray table on the uh, Boeing? No. Are you kidding me? So you can't no. even play Sudoku? No, can't play Sudoku. Can't. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't. I have nowhere to sit my coffee. And eat lunch and you're joking me. You definitely have a cup holder. I have a cup holder, but it's not it's not like it's like down below, it's like super dumb. It sounds like such a boomer environment. Like you're at it work. Is. You why would you need why would you need a tray table when you're at work? No, it's <laughs> something new. It's say. the most boomer airplane in the world. It's like a freaking 90-year-old design. <laughs> That's it. Let it let it come out. Don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> let it come out. That Try being said. I, you know, I, it's not that bad to fly though. It's a pretty nice airplane to fly, and it's all right. It's it's okay. You know, it's it's not that bad. Does it still have the ashtrays on the armrests? <laughs> some of them do. Oh, yeah, some of them do. No bu- no bullshit. Some of them do. Is your f what is, what do you call that? The uh, FM. Oh God, I'm such an idiot. The where you the where you put the flight into the, the FMC. FMC. <laughs> Ah, oh, this joke is fucking ruined. Let's punch out what they make. <laughs> I was gonna say, does it look like the TV? Remember on the old airline flights, they had like four TVs, one you know, separated ten feet down the middle. They come down, yeah. <laughs> and it was like you didn't have a choice. You just that's what it was. Yeah, and the you're, screen was always like fucking sun faded and shit. <laughs> you're watching Mamma Mia today. Oh man, and you have no choice because there's no internet. Yeah, and the seats were uh, cloth back then too, all cloth. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Fucking yeah. The good yeah, old yeah, days. Yeah. So, what do you do <laughs> then for food? Like when you eat um, your food. 
you gotta you just kind of eat it out of your lap a little bit unfortunately um, oh my god so you gotta kind of be get, selective about what you eat you know you gotta get like one of those like laptop things that you use in bed like a tray <laughs> i would maybe i'll start bringing my own tray like a yeah like a tv dinner tray yeah i would it's not a bad idea. How funny would how funny would that be to like get on the airplane with like a dinner like the TV dinner tray and then like one of those neck pillows and like a um <laughs> uh, like a sleep mask slippers. <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing? Oh man, and the guy flying back from uh Cali to JF was it JFK? Yeah, just fucking slammed it on and then wanted to make the turn off and got on the brakes hard and, and then and then the freaking I hate it when um the passengers clap drives me nuts. Oh, that's the worst. If there's Do you hear two... it from the cockpit? Oh yeah. I Ugh. if I hear clapping, I'll slam on the brakes even hard. I'll slap on the brakes hard. Be like, yeah, you're gonna clap now. <laughs> now this is happening. Goosh. Yeah. Right at the entry table. <laughs> there's two clapping situations that drive me absolutely up the wall. That is one of them. The other is when you uh, when you happen to come across an RC airplane video and people clap when the RC airplane takes off. Why are you clapping at a fucking radio controlled airplane? Fuck you and your whole family. Yeah, exactly. Don't clap at that. I hate oh, it. Oh man, you know what else is cringy is when you see some of these like videos and it's an RC pilot talking about how to land and like he's like, and this is where like the flaps have to come in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Isn't it time for your four o'clock beatdown? Yes. Go the fuck home. Speaking of four o'clock beatdown, can we talk about this virtual air racing bullshit? Is that still happening? It's happening, dude. Is that the thing you commented on? Yeah, online. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I think. Um, I think we might offend some some fellow aerobatic pilots. I know. I'm trying to log on to it. I'm struggling, dude, because uh yeah. God, I, I wanna I'm like struggling, man. Yeah, wearing like the stupid brick in front of your face. <laughs> well, it's just like you know, like how do you sell this as a spectator event? That's I guess that's a little bit my problem. And I understand, like, you know, um video ga- the world of video games, but this is different than that. Like if 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 this was like a true Microsoft flight simulator, like contest and you had competitive flight sim things, that's one thing, but like to sell this as an air race world championship and then be like, this is the virtual year. Get out of here, dude. Get is out of here. Air race X. Yeah. Oh God. It's air race X. This, this is the 10th fucking time they've tried to like dig this shit up from the ground. I think this is where we right need. Now. Yeah. Um, we need to find a hacker. Just we need to delete their servers. No, and like we need to like have that hacker like load up the the right flyer and just roast and just fucking roast everybody <laughs> in the race. Going four hundred miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, that or just like you know just dropping nukes on it and shit, or yeah. um, you know just doing something funny. That's entertaining. That I would sign up for. Like I don't even know what they're you like. So like they keep. So I'm on their like Facebook page and they've been posting like, you know, pilot profiles, right? Oh, there's Um, actually like pilots. Dude, Patrick Davidson is a pilot. Stop it. Peter Kofstein is a pilot for it. Um, I don't know who else. Let's see here. 
let's see if there's any, you know, I don't know who else, but it's like, and they do, they, they, uh, next to Peter is like a picture of freaking, uh, Yoshi's, uh, like Lexus branded edge from Red Bull. Well, they do have over a hundred followers. <laughs> I guess you can say things are getting pretty serious. I guess you can say things are getting, that's horrible. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's like Air Race X, a five dimensional motorsport. What is a, what's the fucking five dimension? What's the do? fifth dimension? Yeah. Uh, that transcends, it transcends, Jeff, it transcends time and space. Okay. Um, October 15th, 2023, the digital round final tournament in Shibuya. I don't know, Shibuya, Tokyo, Japan. So why, if it's virtual, why is it in Tokyo? What Does that mean the pilots are all there uh, in person? Does it mean that that's where the course is? So many questions. You know what? I've never had so many questions at something I didn't give a shit about than right now. Because I could care less about this virtual racing thing. But I have so many I'm questions. I'm really holding back. I'm holding back hate right now. Mm-hmm. Really holding it back. This is this is a real problem. This is and and how is this the final race? Where was the first race? And where why can't like my son enter to, to try out? What do you gotta Agreed. know somebody? Yeah. So this is like a click too. You gotta know somebody to try out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. Is your son a re- a race pilot? I don't think so. This is for race pilots. Show me your credits. Oh, you know this what? Is so embarrassing. I'll- and I, 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 sorry to interrupt you, but I have to say, and this is this is like shitting on Patrick Davidson a little bit, and I don't mean to because I'm a huge fan and, and I actually really like him a lot. But it's like, do you need to do more stuff? Like, why are you virtual air racing? Like, do you do these pilots? Do they need more things to do? Like Patrick Davidson does a bunch of stuff. He's a phenomenal pilot. Very very yeah. accomplished pilot. Um, He's better both than in Warbirds. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like. like does he need to do this? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. I want to start a, a new branch of the government, the virtual FAA. And I just want I to like ramp this. check these fuckers and find them and take away their certs. And if they dare try to fly virtually, I'll I, find I like them this. some more. Yeah. I yeah. think we need to. I the like virtual, that a lot. Federal, the FBAA. Yeah. The FARVA. The FARVA. <laughs> What's funny, dude, is you know on their website they list pilots Yossi Maroya, Matt Hall, Pete McLeod, but on their Facebook they mention none Pete of McLeod. Does. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, I thought I, my guess is a little bit like I bet all three of these guys were like, "What the fuck are we doing?" Imagine. I mean, they want to air race like, so bad. I get it, you know. God, I'm looking on the website now. Yeah, and it's like oh, using wow, the branding tickets. too. You can buy. Yeah. You have to buy tickets to watch this. Are you kidding me? Somebody, it's looking like it. I mean, it's in it's in Japanese. Let's see if I can. Uh, here's English uh, for at Styly. Um, immerse <sighs> yourself in a world of imagination. Experience. Oh, so this is like a what VR. Is this fucking man. Willy Wonka, dude. I'm not into it, man. <laughs> maybe maybe the seven thirty seven has made me a boomer, but I'm not into it. I'm really not into it. They had a press. Oh my god! I mean, we should give them some 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 airtime. I guess airracex.com. Check it out and um, feel better about your life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I'd love to know more info on. I, I mean, 
I hope this tra- this this like transcends into something real because uh, that was you know what idea. I would pay it was, for like, it's going to be virtual and then real, but huh? And you know what I would, I would pay for, and they can take it and run with this idea. This would make money or some money and be a great idea. You know how they do those master classes? Yeah. Have this have this guy who's doing the Huntington, I mean the Pacific Air Show stuff that's doing phenomenal at it. Start up a uh, master class. Gather up. You know the Hollands, the goodies, the 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 French, you know Vanel, you know, and do an an hour thing, and let them teach a master class on either a figure or their career or how to go about things. I would fucking be all in on on logging on and watching that shit. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. This watching a digital airplane lag through pylons. Like, it's buffering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, god damn. I, I want it to be. Mig, I, I, just, I wish I that Mig was still on air so that we can just fucking flog the shit out of it with Miss. Whatever the, uh, wherever the, um, oh, I can't even, like, this got me so fucked up. Just, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I know, I dude. Even. I know. I want to pay I, someone I want to go to wherever they're, like, streaming from and just unplug all their shit. I, just, I want air racing to be real and back so bad. And I just, here's a little bit why I'm being a, a little pissant is I'm so frustrated that nobody can figure this out because it seems like there's like that, this is like that one thing in aviation that should be the biggest thing. It should be the biggest thing in aviation. Well, it they're really trying to should. do too much. They're doing too much. It's like, look at NASCAR. It's a fucking circle track. Yeah. Just let them race around pylons. Like everybody's got their airplanes. Set up two or three pylons at at whatever event and let them race around. Like, yeah, oh, that's all we care about. Yeah, you know, like talking about like G and and induced drag and Cubans to like the general public. Like, that's tough, man. That's a tough. That's a tough bill to sell. Yeah. So, and I would love that like coast to coast race, evenly matched shit, and. You got a flight plan and be safe, and whoever gets from LA to New York first um, wins. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. And like, say what you want. People are gonna, you know, have better motors or better airplanes that are faster, and they're gonna win. But that's that's racing, I guess. So then next year you you do better. I don't know. Um, but that would be cool. Like you can have an extra class, like anybody, or you can have a a monoplane or a specific airplane class, and anybody mm-hmm. with that airplane can start. You, know, you can have like similar to like a marathon, you know, you can have like, okay, your slot time is as a 110, you're lining up. And as soon as 110 is your clock starts, so you can take off as fast as you want and get to New York. And then like five minutes later, and you can sell these slot times because hopefully it fills up and there's not enough uh, slots for the amount of pilots and you fucking race from coast to coast. Yeah. Something you know? like that. So- something. I mean, some, some form of, Cooler air racing than a 172 with race stickers on it and using four flight to flight plan. You know, something cooler than that. Yeah. Um, something, anything, fuck, something. Virtual. I mean, I'm all for it. I think it's I think it's neat the the design process and the uh the platform that but oh well, and it may be it may be where the world's going. I mean, you know, we all made fun of like people that were playing professional gaming uh, you know, platforms online. And you know, ESPN's putting that shit on TV because yeah, you're, you're having real sports teams and EA Sports and um, not, you know, 
clothing companies are signing these people and there's teams and people are making millions of dollars on professional video gaming. So uh, it could be where the sport's going. Uh, and I say, say uh, sport like aerobatic air race sport, you know, that absolutely could be, uh, I, you know, it won't replace um, real flying, but it's just, we just love to see real racing again. I really miss Red Bull, man. I really miss it a lot. Yeah, I don't know if Red Bull. That's I don't think that's that's something that where I think we're lucky. Yeah. yeah, we were lucky. It'll never come back. No, we were lucky. I just think you know, like I think the best thing to do is just go into like circle track type stuff, and um, you know, go from there. I mean, I enjoyed watching the Formula class. Remember that it went to uh-huh. a couple air shows back in the nineties. Yep. And um, you know, obviously uh, they got to get a little bit more regulated with it. There were some accidents, but yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that, you know, and that's, that's where it comes down to um, pilot, you know, vetting, right? Because that was a pretty dicey. It was, it was great in its idea. It's just like, you just had shitty pilots, basically. Yeah. I mean, look at Gumball, you know, the road rally. Mm -hmm. It's huge. That's freaking exciting, dude. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Um, So, yeah. So, but yeah, California, not to be ADD. California was, um. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I mean, I freaking love dude, Disneyland. The girls out there are just twelves. They're just no place like it, man. I don't know what they're feeding these girls, but they're just on another level. A lot of avocado toast and Starbucks. Yeah, the A team and the B plus yeah. team was was out in stride. Yeah. No, it's yeah. um, but I'm a married man. You know me. <laughs> it, but it's it, you know it's still fun to still fun to check it out you know i was fending them up sorry ladies sorry I mean, crystal swatting them sorry, off Be- sorry becky mercedes no. eyes up here eyes up here <laughs> my eyes are up here yeah <laughs> um but yeah and then we went to disneyland went to disneyland i love disneyland you're shot you're like all right what else we got to go to bed <laughs> No, I, uh, I'll talk. I'll talk all night. I don't know. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. I guess we should probably yeah. wrap it up. I am getting hungry. Um, you got a big day tomorrow, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the nice thing about this kind of stuff, not to be like cheesy or cliche, but it's like, dude, you just go in there and just do the same shit you've been doing. You know what I mean? It's like it's, that's all it is. Like, there's nothing to study for at this point. Nothing to do. It's just you just gotta go. You just gotta go. Yeah. Kind of put it on. You know, it'll be fine. Yeah. Make sure you slap a flat cool shit sticker somewhere hidden in that sim. Oh, dude, that's a good idea. That's yeah. a really good idea. Or if you have a, like a big lighter, do the thing that you used to do on the bus, on the backs of the bus seat. Just do it right on the pilot seat. <laughs> How did you get fired, Mark? Well, <laughs> buddy tell Jeff you. told me. <laughs> Emily's like, wait, what happened? You you did what? <laughs> tell me why um, everything's gone and we have to move. Well, I thought it'd be cool to take this 99 cent lighter, heat up the leather, and push the imprint on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense, you know? It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> be out there on a picket line with the flight attendants next. <laughs> <laughs> I need a job. <laughs> oh, my God. Love but, it. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Next pot, next episode, um, I got to talk to Goody because he did a voiceover, but it didn't go through. And my phone's got to resend it to me. Oh no! Um, 
critiquing the no, he's got it. Uh, but critiquing the flight, and oh, I haven't sweet. heard it yet, so I might want to. Maybe I'll listen to it live for the first time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd that's be awesome. Nice. And uh, yeah, but yeah, nothing else. Good to try my lip tone. Yeah, it's fucking tits, man. Yeah, let me know how you like it. I've been, um, I mean, I haven't been flying much lately, um, but when I have been flying, I've been using the Lightspeed Zulu H mod in my my lip tone, and I've been freaking loving it. It's been great. Um, Do you see but, with that? No. Um, well, um, they're coming out with a jumper and the ability to use CEP with it. Uh, so that's coming soon. But um, I've been using it without the CEPs. I like CEP and Tiger better in, term, in terms of like communication. Um, but the light speed has been pretty great. Uh, just A&R, which is kind of surprising. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting it to be kind of unusable in my airplane. Uh, but it's mm-hmm. been great. And the helmet's been, I mean, obviously rock solid, but that's the same helmet, you know, but the comms have been pretty good. I've been pretty happy with it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, um, we'll have to do some more. Uh, I got to do some more flying on it, but uh, yeah, I'd be curious to see uh, if you end up like liking it enough to, you know, either switch to it or, uh, you know, to use it. Hopefully, I mean, cause you bought it. I'd love to see you use it, but um I'll yeah, be curious to see what your thoughts are. My seat. I got to really play around to see see if I can get down low. Um, I'm like just at the break, you know, where it's it's starting to like touch on heavy negative G. Oh, okay. You know, it's it's touching. So like, yeah. And I'm not, I'm like really like. I mean, I'm out. I'm I'm pushing, but there's probably like another like G and a half two G more negative that I I'll probably be be doing. I'm just, okay. You know, pushing out. Yeah. I'm such a I'm such a win with this, little like doing diet diet negative G. A little, little diet push, yeah, like diet uh, diet zero. <laughs> I mean, uh, negative zero, G zero, <laughs> G zero. Um, but yeah, having fun with it. I don't. I haven't really. I think I. Um, I think I'm gonna have fun this weekend. I haven't. Dude, have I gotta fun. be honest. You should. Like have six, fun. I looked at my tech. I think I have like five or six, maybe a little bit more time flying this year. So um, okay, but good flying, like quality quality type stuff. So. We'll see. We'll keep see us posted, that. dude. Uh, I'm, I can't wait to talk to you next week about how it went. You know, that'll be exciting. Yeah, totally. 100%. Oh, yeah. Something well, let's see. Let's, let's... <laughs> you know, you might be walking out of there with a, with a first place. Who's who's showing up in Unlimited? Um, I don't even know. Um, I still a birdie. was supposed to come, but he texted me. He's not. Oh, really? Um, so God, don't tell see. me he's having more issues. No, he's on trip. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's on trip. He's on trip. Sweet. But uh yeah. Well he's doing good. Speaking yeah. of which, should we get Mike on the podcast yet or no? No, we need to. That'd be fun. Yeah, I think he's gonna be the next guest. Yeah. Or somewhere in the near future. Let's do it. Yeah, that that'd be great. Cool. He he's freaking awesome. Yeah. He's sick. Sweet dude. We'll get some rest tonight. And uh, I'll be crossing my fingers and toes that you get out tomorrow for uh, Kathy Jaffe. And um, can't wait for the full report next week, dude. And you as well. Good luck tomorrow. Going to crush it. Appreciate it. Try, Appreciate it. Try your hardest. I'll either I'll either be successful or um, this will uh, fly cool shit will be my main source of income, which is really scary because it generates no income. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> no, it'll be all nice. Yeah, I have to sell my helmets. Um, 
Speaking of helmets, <laughs> thanks to Lift Aviation for supporting the podcast. Uh, they're awesome. Go support them. Go buy some shirts, shoes, hats, knee boards, helmets. Uh, what else they have? All kinds of stuff. Um, but uh, go show them some love. They're a big supporter of aviation and aerobatics, so go support them. LiftAviationUSA.com. Use the promo code FLYCOOLSHIT at checkout for 25% off most items. And thanks to Fly Good Merch. Um, they keep adding new stuff to the store. Like It seems like twice a week there's new cool stuff there. So um, go to a FlyGoodMerch.com. Use the promo code ACRO, A-K-R-O. Oh, did you lose me? You got me? Yeah, I got you. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, there's a little momentary glitch there. Um, uh, go to flygoodmerch.com. Use the promo code ACRO, A-K-R-O, at checkout for 10% off the entire website. And then um, I put some new shirts on the uh, on the store, guys. Uh, flycoolshit.com slash merch. Um, check that out. So some um, trying to – I ordered some stickers that say FCS podcast instead of flycoolshit, and then some FCS – logo shirts so those that don't want the word shit on their shirt uh fully understand and appreciate that <laughs> i can understand that um so kind of uh, offering some maybe dual branding that uh, you know you can support the podcast and not have uh, a swear word on your shirt so uh go check those out fcs podcast t-shirts on uh, the website and uh go uh, go buy some that just keeps the lights on on the podcast and uh love it that's it we'll talk to y'all next week later Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 